were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. All right, ready? Trouble. You're gonna need plenty of legal advice before this thing is over. Oh, yeah. As your attorney, I advise you to rent a very fast car with no top. Mm-hmm. And you'll need the cocaine. Tape recorder for special news. What are we waiting for? Take this! It's Friday. Excited big uh, broadcast and uh, live music next week for the show. We're going to be hanging out in Cahoots South by Southwest. Absolutely free. No badge or any of that required for you to attend. Oh, man. I am so excited I, for that. I am. Not to mention the normal Friday happiness, but Spencer, I was scared to come into work today. I was what? nervous. Uh-huh. Um well, because I'm making, I'm printing myself a 101X custom shirt for South by. Oh yeah. And where uh, are you getting a screen? So like a screen? N- no, or? I'm using the transfer printer. I'm making a cheap, <laughs> crappy one because I wanted to use a comfy shirt. Okay. Uh, but dude, I kept screwing up, and it was pissing me off. I was here late last night, and I looked at, I wrote on the paper where things should print. I printed it, and I was like, okay, this is how it works. And then when I put the stuff in to print the thing, I needed to iron it pulled it from a different area and printed it on the reverse side. So I only have five sheets of these paper, by the way, because they're very expensive. So then I put another one in, I fix it, I do it right, and then it like mangles everything up in the printer. (laughs) And then I print another one, but because the last one messed it up, it was all gooey. So then I printed some other stuff on regular paper to get the ink out. And then finally, I... uh, I get it. I find you use like a special paper setting. You do that. And then again, it prints it the way it was the first time. So it prints it on the reverse. This time I'm just pissed and I'm leaving. But then I forget that the ink smears are still all in this like, you know, $17,000 printer. Oh, so you ruined the printer, huh? I thought I ruined it. But it took five sheets of normal printers to get a a smeared 101X logo (laughs) off everything. And you're all like sweating and nervous because you're like, oh, man, I think I broke the office's computer. Yes. That printer is worth more than me. It is. And if I I busted it, like, I mean, it would be cool because then everyone's, like, stuff is watermarked with a <laughs> smeared 101X logo. Yeah. Uh, but I have to try it again today because I was unsuccessful with my attempt to get uh, get those T-shirts printed. Okay. Next time, just buy a T-shirt. You might as well. I mean, don't we have plenty back in the promo closet? No, I was making my own. I know. And, and but... you'll like them when you see them. Okay. 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 Special CJ 101X South by Southwest Oh, man. Shirts. Is there going to be some blop blop references? And... Nope. Nope. It's very simple. You'll like it. Okay. Early. If I ever get it printed, it's a me, Mario. Happy International National Whatever Mario Day, the game that changed it all, the game that started gaming. I mean, a lot of people won't say that, but it's probably the most popular thing uh, to come out of my lifetime in terms of gaming, in terms of consoles. And today's National Mario Day. My parents, poor, broke, made me believe in Santa Claus once again when I got a Nintendo. And I duck hunted at first for a while, but no, it was Mario that hooked me. Oh, man, Mario's a great. And today we celebrate it. Uh, Coming out of Japan, launching Nintendo, essentially, March 10th recognizes the iconic character from the popular game, first appearing uh, in Donkey Kong, which uh, was an arcade game. His original name, Jumpman. (laughs) But Jumpman... 
grew into Mario. Had yes. an entire uh, family, his brother Luigi, the Mama princess Mia. he loved, and it spanned so many incredible games. Mario Kart, Dude, Mario Party. It's a huge franchise. Some of my favorite games are maybe the Super Mario World. Super Mario Brothers 3 is amazing. I know a lot of people like the second one where you can pick up vegetables and stuff. Yeah, the second one was... It wasn't even really... The, when it's the, not even technically a Mario game. They just repurposed an old game, another game. third one came back around and it slapped. It uh, slapped. Uh, Super uh, Mario World. One, Yoshi's is, Island. The, the third one where 64? you... 64? The third one where you could fly... Yeah, with the yeah. feathers, and you had the little games you could play along the way, and then yeah, uh, uh, Super Mario was was probably overall my favorite. I I ra- I still have my Super Nintendo, nice. and I will go back and play that again and again. Mario World and yeah. beat everything and do all the secret paths. Isn't that fun, man? Th- like, yeah, you know those little mini games, right? Where you could like try to get the uh, the, the sort of jackpot or like the yeah. Uh, what is it? Damn it! Uh, and the uh, the map itself that they introduced in Super Mario Three or Mario Three yeah. that they brought to. Uh, that's, Super Mario That is World. the first time in any game that they had done something like that, and it transferred over to all types of uh, platformers or RPGs and things that have levels, just yeah. the overworld. And they were going to try to make it more of a board game style game, but then they're like, no, oh, we'll just make a Mario game and put that in there too. It's kind of cool. It, absolutely. They're very influential. And then the 3D realm is Super Mario 64, Sunshine, Galaxy is excellent and still holds up the best, in my opinion. What's your favorite Mario? Oh, man. I'm partial, damn it, to all the ones we talked about, but my most favorite one, I think, because I played it the most as a kid, because it was the first Mario game that I ever owned myself on my own console, Super Mario 64. Okay. And it doesn't hold up as well, man. It's I, actually really hard. I never really got hard. into that. Uh, mine's Super Mario World. Super and... Mario World is close, but I never got to own it. It was at my cousin's house, so I didn't get to play it that often. In, Plus, I suck at it. <laughs> in honor of Mario Day, which you know why they call it Mario Day. Right, March 10th. March 10th. Right. Uh, M-A-R-1-0. Yeah. Uh, our friends, the Morning X, get it, Morning X getting in on the bracket fun. And Oof. yeah, my, my favorite Mario is the number one seed, Super Mario World, uh, Mario Bros. 3, the number three seed. Entire ass bracket for the Morning X uh, went all out. Um, 22 total different ones. Uh, you've got Donkey Kong. Bowser's Fury, The Lost Levels, Dr. Mario, I remember that one was weird, uh, Paper Mario, yeah, come on. Uh, Mario Paint, a lot of, oh, lot, of, a lame lot of bizarre ones, and some of them were super it. lame, uh, he put Mario Party, Party number 16, that's a low rank, I like Mario Party, I hate it because at the end it'll award people for not being good, I was good yeah, at games, I was same. good at traveling the map, same. and it's like, you also get a star because you stepped on the most bricks, it's like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's I earned my stars dominating at the mini games. That's the new version of Monopoly is Mario Party, the game that makes you fight with one another. I hate yes. Mario Party with a passion, but I love Mario. I don't train for the games and risk my own sanity and physical prowess no. to dominate to lose for someone getting Absolutely. stars for a dumb reason. Yeah. It's dumb and I hate it. And we play as a, with our group of friends, and my friend John always gets the dumb stars, and it's annoying. Because <laughs> he sucks. That's yes. <laughs> now, is there Mario Strikers on there, the soccer game, Mario Tennis? At least the first Mario Tennis on Nintendo 64 was I, excellent. I don't know. You'll have to go to at 101XMorningX on uh, Twitter and 101x.com to see. Um, but I saw Smash Brothers on there, which technically isn't, but if they did, if they named it anything else, it would That got super popular. Yeah. Uh, I want to leave you with a one of my favorite uh, Mario quotes on uh, Mario Day. Happy Mario Day, by the way. Uh, hey, 
Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? Ha ha. You motherfucker. You motherfucker. Don't make me get the. Hey, I'm walking here. And there you go. You heard it from Mario himself. Uh, Happy Mario Day. It's not Mario. Hugh Jackman, or Huge Jackman, haha, uh, reveals that he is now bulking to become Wolverine. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. Man, he's all over the internet again. He's gonna become Wolverine again. Like he's doing the, he's, they're doing another Wolverine. I believe they are doing another Wolverine movie. Uh, but he shared recently what his diet is, and it's an eight thousand three hundred calorie a day Wolverine diet. Yeah. Damn! So he is eating. He, he do be eating. You know, um, it's crazy. All these people love to do all of these uh, meal prepping, diet plans. Stuff like that, and I absolutely hate it. Um, yeah, you tried a little meal prep with some breakfast, I remember, maybe a month or a few months ago, maybe. Yeah, it was fine, but it, it just wasn't that good. I like my food fresh. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like leftovers. Leftovers only last, really, for only a few days, I feel like. I tried meal prepping, get, and yeah, yeah, every bowl of cereal the next day was just soggy and gross. Yeah, let me uh, tell you a little bit about what his food includes. (laughs) So he posted on Twitter, bulking a day in the life. Thank you, Chef Mario, for helping me stay healthy and properly fed whilst becoming Wolverine again. And it says that his meals reportedly include two chicken burgers. This is daily. Okay. Mm -hmm, Two chicken burgers, black bass, Patagonia salmon, and two grass-fed sirloins. Hell yeah. Uh, Mm. He is consuming over 8,000 calories a day. Um, You have to, man. It says that the black bass meal is close to 2,000 calories. Isn't he old as crap now? He's like 35, isn't he? <laughs> Let's see how old how old he is. He's in his 50s, I thought. Um, He is 54. So you do have to do a lot to bulk up and get there. You so do. I assume he's working out a lot. But that is a lot. That, that quickly, is a yeah, lot. For a movie schedule. Yeah. Um, the average person should consume about 2,000 to 2,500 calories a day, yeah. depending on your body and everything else. Um, so that's crazy. I guess it says here that superstar Jonathan Majors. Do you know who that is? Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah Jonathan Ant- Majors the best. Okay. He's Ant-Man, right? No, he's not no, Ant-Man. He's, not Ant-Man. he's Ant-Man. King he's, the Conqueror. Yes. He's in the new uh, uh, Creed movie. To put it in perspective, oh. he ate about 6,000 calories a day. Uh, before playing a bodybuilder in magazine dreams. So Damn. if that man only ate 6,000 calories a day and Hugh Jackman is eating, huge jacked man <laughs> is eating uh, 8,000 calories a day. Ah! Yeah, he's a little older and he probably needs a little extra to yeah. bulk up there. I don't know. And some Metamucil. Yeah. How many calories do some you prunes. think you eat a day? Because I don't think I eat enough. I'll be honest. I don't, I'm not really good about feeding myself three meals a day. There's some things that are surprisingly high in caloric content. Mm-hmm. Sandwich, mm, sometimes sandwiches, but like there are things that are surprisingly way higher in calories than you expect. But um, I don't know. I'm. I think I could probably do about 2,200 a day and be okay with that, but I, I'm trying to do under. I give a deficit yeah, recently. Yeah, I figure mine out. What two, is something that you eat every day? And I will look it up, and we can okay. play a little game uh, on how uh, many calories. Let's just look up a, just a ham sandwich with Swiss cheese. 
That's what I've been eating. Ham sandwich. Um, maybe with mustard. Maybe not. I've I've been doing. I'm just gonna go with cheese. Uh, Spencer also eats my every day. Okay, so give us a a guess. How many calories do you think is in a ham and cheese sandwich? Four hundred. Two thirty-eight. I don't know anything about calories. Three hundred and fifty-two. Okay. So you are pretty close. Close. Okay, CJ, give me something that you eat Uh, every day. Two Reese's peanut butter cups, king size, (laughs) and two blocks of Parmesan cheese. (laughs) King. I'm not joking. Sized every every day. Reese's peanut butter cups. It looks like. so two cups for the milk chocolate king size peanut butter cup is 210 calories. Okay, so I'm so, healthier than Spencer. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say healthier because mm. that's the thing is calorie counting calories doesn't necessarily always work no, when it comes to dieting. if you eat just cookies all day, but you're still under 22,000 yeah, calories. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> just just go, go see a dietitian, not a nutritionist. Go see a dietitian. Um, and actually try to figure out what your body needs. Uh, let's see. I, what is something that I eat every day? Oh, you know what's bad? Here. I, I found out how much this one was er, earlier. Don't um, you eat hair? I you Since when? I don't know. I just wanted to start a rumor. Oh, <laughs> that's a weird... <laughs> Emily's hair jar at home. No, no. Yeah. Um, she collects all the co-workers' uh, hair. <laughs> so uh. in the... Uh, uh, in the vending machines, we have those little Debbie double decker oatmeal cream pies. Mm, and sometimes when I'm really, really like bad, really high in calories. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm really, really bad, I would eat those because when I was a kid, my mom would, would have them for me. Like that was a common they're good, thing. Yeah, they're good yeah. to have well, they're not good for you, but they're delicious. Look at, the, look at those double decker ones here, man. The double deckers are 480 yeah. calories yeah. for one. Yeah, They don't even keep you f- full for that long. They really I try don't. to look They're at... tasty, though. Oh, my God. They are good. They're delicious. Like, I'm not hating on them at all. It's just uh, now that I try to focus on staying like fed, one, because my mood starts going crazy if I start getting hungry. Two, I just I, I don't want to eat all the time. I used to love it. I don't know what happened. I think that part died off of me and during the pandemic in my most recent depressive episode. Aww. I still will sometimes binge eat, but it's not even for the flavor. It's just to like feel that relaxed feeling after eating. But now I'm just trying to stay full. Yeah. Protein. Yes, that's not important. excessive protein, but stuff no. with higher protein. Higher protein, fiber. That's another yes. thing. You, yeah, you, yeah. you probably eat a lot of fiber, don't you, CJ? I know. I know what happens in your body. It's Parmesan cheese of fiber in it. <laughs> it's Parmesan <laughs> cheese you of fiber. I'm Parmesan cheese and cheesy cheese boy. You're just a big cheese. Oh. Stop buying them cookies. It's a parent pickup with our parenting expert, Matteo Van Bearden. Uh, this is interesting. People are selling Girl Scout cookies, and the Girl Scouts are pissed about it. Oh no, they stole their they stole their their shtick. Well, it's sort of weird. So Girl Scouts this year came out with a new thing called the Raspberry Rally Cookie. Had one? No, I had a, one of their caramel new cookies, and they were they were great. But no, not that one. Sounds good. Looks like a thin mint, but instead of having minty stuff in the side of it, it's raspberry flavored cookie. Okay, right? I guess it took off. It was a hit, but it was they only offered it in online sales this year. And so it, people bought them, and they quickly sold out. Yeah, and now people are selling because it's a hot commodity, and you can't get it. People are selling on eBay. For, so the secondary market took over. It's a pretty remarkable markup. Um, would you pay fifteen dollars for a box of cookies? 
No, I don't think so. Would you pay $180 for 10 boxes of cookies? <laughs> yes. That would still be more than 50 That's $18 a box. Yes, I know. That's even better price. That's exactly. a great deal. Because then I can turn around and flip them for 10 each. Yeah. So it's, here's an odd thing. The Girl Scouts has come out and they're saying, okay, this is a, from their official uh, statement. Girl Scouts of the USA is disappointed to see unauthorized resales of Girl Scout cookies online through third-party e-commerce platforms. Well, welcome to capitalism, you little uh, grown-up quick kid. The whole thing is we're trying to teach young ladies about capitalism and sales and what have you. And well, they're learning real quick, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a hard time understanding the argument. I mean, in fact, this year, the reason that it they... It sucks, but that's, that's, that's business. The reason they even decided to do online sales is they allowed some of these uh, young salespeople to develop you know, like their own, you know, skin their own websites, I believe, so they could sell stuff online and show them like, hey, you know, the future is e-commerce. You guys can get involved in this. Yeah. And Part of that e-commerce is selling stuff online and also selling what the market will accommodate. And part of it seems like, I mean, come on. We honestly know we're sending out a wave of people who are doing lots of sales, but they're seeing zero profit on it. It all goes back into the Girl Scouts. The Girl Scouts themselves, the yeah, individuals, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't make this dough. No commission. And then, frankly, if you want to make a whole lot, generally... You have to have a mom who's a mover and shaker and will take Correct. you somewhere yeah. and help you set up a table right outside of an Eckerd's Drugs. I hope you guys remember the reference. I Eckerd's do. Drugs. I do. Solid. <laughs> right. I used to get fill, uh, photos developed in Man, an hour. If you're in another state, you just set up outside of a dispensary, you know? <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. I mean, so there's all these kind of moves, but generally a nine-year-old girl doesn't come up with her on her own. Yeah. And so no. uh, this just seems like a really silly gripe about the whole thing. I mean, or they're doing it because they're really smart and they realize, well, this is a good thing to complain about because it will create a news cycle and it will let, like, I had no idea there was a raspberry cookie. Now yeah, I yeah. know. So next year, it's going to create the effect where a bunch of dumbasses are going to buy up a ton of cookies thinking they can flip them, a.k.a. my dad, and then it's just going to sit in a closet like right. his Pee Wee Herman dolls for years. Well, yeah, and they'll have even extra stock, I guess, next year, so they'll be fine. For these sort yeah. of things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to feed these raspberry cookies to my beanie babies. On a related <laughs> note, did you uh, hear about the Girl Scout tragedy that happened in Austin? If you thought people were mad about tent camping or the races downtown, Austin has truly turned Antifa overrun by the by the evil libs because... Uh, I, I don't know what you're saying. What's happening? A Girl Scout, I guess, lockbox or not warehouse, but like a storage unit where they had a bunch of cookies got robbed. Really? <laughs> and people were mad. This is what Austin's coming to. See what happens with lawlessness. But they... Uh, every single one of those people know, would take I, take any of those cookies for free. I didn't read free. the entire <laughs> story, but the gist of it is there was a storage unit or something where there were a bunch of Girl Scout cookies Dude, you come and across someone that, robbed them. You come across so, that. Someone's already broken the lock. I'm going to grab a couple boxes. I, I'm not a bad I, person. I will loot. I'm not either. I mean, I'll, I'll Venmo some Girl Scouts, but I, I got to get my peanut butter cookies. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Eat, drink, and get your crawfish on. I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. Where to go for the crawfish boils during the season? 
Man, we got a lot of good places right in the Austin area where you can go and not deal with the mess of a crawfish boil on your own. Uh, Spencer, are you a crawfish boil boy? Uh, I love going to them. Uh, I've never made like and prepared one myself, though. So, yeah. yes, I love them. I'll eat them. Please give me the taters and other veggies and crawfish and whatever else you throw in there. It is, uh, it is a lot. I, I love all of it, everything, especially the sausage and when they put mushrooms in it, even cauliflower. I was lucky enough uh, in my old neighborhood over off uh, Slaughter and Manchac, my buddy Paul Dajero, who's now like a city council person in Buda. Shout out to, to my man, Paul. Uh, he would always do crawfish boils, at least one big one a year, and the whole neighborhood was invited. And it was usually around this time. It was fun because the night before, I would hang out with him and his brother, uh, Eric, and they would just fight about how to season <laughs> it, what to do. But, man, some of the best crawfish, and they're both from Beaumont, so they know what the hell they're uh, doing. Yes, yes. I uh, had another neighbor that did a big crawfish boil, and they had so much. But what sucked about it is uh, this is where I learned the recycling system in Austin is garbage, literally, uh, because, like, for weeks, the recycling bin and all that stuff and neighbors was just filled with disgusting crawfish shells. It smelled you can recycle. for a while. You can recycle those? They, uh, I guess they think they can. Uh, what point you- being of <laughs> all this, the garbage. Uh, you, you, it's a pain in the ass to do on your own unless you have a really cool neighbor like my old one, Paul. So where to go? Whitestone Brewery up in Cedar Park has a boil in April. Uh, they're going to be doing pounds of delicious crawfish. You can pre-order now for $11 per pound through Sunday, April 2nd, and then it goes up a little bit. And then they have the uh, big date, April 8th. You also have Abby's Crab Shack, a place I've been meaning to try in Cedar Park, doing a uh, delicious little crawfish boil season all the way mm. along. Uh, Haparito Seafood, a Vietnamese Cajun restaurant in Cedar Park. If you've never had the fusion of mm. Eastern yeah. and East Louisiana, yeah, uh, it is incredible. Dude, they, Some of they the know Vietnamese how to, Cajun, they know how to do it. These Vietnamese, I, I've been to a few different hybrid sort of uh, uh, restaurants here in town, and man. They know how to make some good seafood. Super good. Mm. Uh, well, good place to order from if you're doing a... Man, man, I, I think uh, turduckens are one of their best. But Stuff Cajun Meat Markets, if you just need a place in order for crawfish online to pick it up. Uh, Cajun Boil, a far north Asian seafood restaurant, also doing boils, crawfish, fries, mac and cheese, and so much more. I mm. uh, love this place, Crawfish Shack and Oyster Bar. It's in the name. So, of course, they're going to be doing it. You can find more of these at eateraustin.com. They have a huge list so you can do your own boils or go boil with other people at a restaurant. Me, I'm uh, giving up crawfish. No more. Yeah. I think it's sad they get cooked alive. Yeah. I'll still eat lobster and crab for now, but it makes me sad. I'm sorry, buddy. Why don't you just eat the veggies? Because they're still dead crawfish. They're still dead vegetables. Yeah. Too. They're boiled a lot, man. It's, I, <laughs> they I, are, I, actually. <laughs> call, me, call me a uh, lib douche wuss, nah, a tree hugger. But just a wuss. Makes me sad. It's the time of the week to make some sports bets. Uh, we were going to do a physical challenge, but I thought it would be so much more fun to do that while we're broadcasting live next week during South by Southwest. West. Wet. Uh, in cahoots, we're going to be hanging out. The whole gang's going to be there. Uh, two to six every day. It's free. No badge. None of that crap required. Music, blah, blah, blah. But let's get to what's more important. Sports! Uh, Matt, you and I are currently tied once again. This has been a, a fun rework of the the sports thing. Uh, neck and neck, back and forth. And now I have a big, exciting one for you. 
because it's going to get difficult and it's going to take every muscle in your tiny little hiney Let me guess. to get this correct. You realize that I was uh, on your tail and then now even with you. I thought I passed you by one point, but either way. But the thing is, you hate losing, so you're going to create some weird convoluted rules that forces me to lose this week. I no. think even the listeners understand that you'll ask me questions and then come Monday, for some reason, you'll have like, oh, you'd answered that one and I had already planned that if you answered it this way, I would just give myself oh, yeah. a point. Did that happen earlier this week? Yeah, he did that already. Like, I would have said this. I, so I, I didn't get a really point. give myself a point. Um, anyhow, dude, you'll get five points right now just by taking your pants off. Okay. That's all you get. All right. Rosa, bring the Boy Scouts in. Got a little Cub Scout troop first. It's going to do a tour. Go ahead. Take your pants off, Matt. Okay. What you like? Well, just waiting for the Boy Scouts to come along. <laughs> uh, let's start. Uh, these are pretty big, vague ones. I'm making it hard. Uh, who wins the Big 12 <laughs> uh, men's tourney? The Big 12 men's tournament. Texas, the two seed. Kansas, the one. You already know uh, who's advanced thus far. Um, how many left? Four? Eight? Point being, who wins? Yeah, who I'm wins? not going to. I'll choose somebody, and you can choose somebody if you'd like to. But I've learned enough from you over the years that I'm not going to give you the whole field, and I choose one. Okay. Okay. Um, See, well, I'll you, let, you've, you've turned me into understanding how sports betting works. You want to be able to take seven options and then give me one. I think there's only four, but go ahead. Who are you picking? No, no, no. I'm saying, are you, you going to pick somebody? I'm going to let you pick first. I'll, I'll give you a chance to take the favorite. Okay, I believe uh, Kansas will win it all. You think Kansas will win it all? Um, Man. Should I pick TCU? Should I get real silly? Yes. I want to say Texas just to be a homer and then be excited. But then if I pick TCU, I won't as, be as disappointed. Just remember, I really thought hard about TCU, but I got to go with Texas. Okay, I'll go I with got, Texas also. Well, you just said Kansas. No, I changed my mind. You TCU and then you change it to I'm going to also take Texas. Are you really, do you really want to take Texas? Yeah, I'll take Texas. So we'll take Texas. Matt takes Texas. No, we got to be different. I'll take Kansas. I'll take Kansas then. You switch from you, Texas to Kansas. I'll switch this. from Texas to I'm, Kansas I'm as going well. Home. Uh, we'll wait for Tuesday night to do this uh, in the CONCAF tournament. Austin FC taking on Violeta, who I believe is a Haitian club. Who advances, FC or Violeta? <laughs> I, I, this should be such an easy, easy grab. I should be able just to say... FC. Sure. But FC is really trying to make us work as fans and make decisions. Correct. Uh, if I choose FC, are you going to choose? No, you choose on this. This is a one. This is a 50-50. So we're not going to. I'll take FC. I mean, obviously, I get the others. I'll so take yes. Kansas. Uh, Kansas for Matt. Uh, FC will have to score four goals to advance Tuesday, by the way. Right. But you didn't ask who advanced. You just said who wins a match. I said right? who advances. Advances. Oh, how many goals does Vula have to score? I thought it was a They don't have one to that... score any. Uh, Austin FC, they're down 0 3 in aggregate, so they have to score three to go into a shootout, four to advance. Okay, but I believe in you. Vula. No, no, you chose FC. I believe in this. Uh, who wins the best picture at the Oscars? All quiet on the Western Front. Shouldn't win. It's just a remake of a classic. Uh, Avatar The Way of Water shouldn't be there. Banshees of Inchiran Elvis. No. It's going to be Elvis. Uh, everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick, the Bob Father's favorite, uh, Triangle of Sadness, cool little influencer kind of horror thing, uh, or Women Talking. 
Uh, let's Emily's in the studio real quick. Let's hear women talking. Interesting. Very good movie. Uh, Matt, who you got for best picture? Who are you gonna choose? Um, I'm gonna choose everything, everywhere, everything's happening. Oh my God! Look oh. what's going on right now. Hot dog fingers. You were one of the few people that didn't really like that. Did not like yeah. it. I think the Academy will love it. Um, I I agree. Um. There's also the Fablemans, which is classic sort of storytelling from Spielberg, yeah. you know what I mean? They might all just be all quiet on the Western Front, too, because they're lame. The Academy is lame. Historically, they're very lame. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Francis McDormand uh, domination recently, and I'll, I'll go with women talking. Um, and That's if, true. That's if none possible. of them win, Spencer gets the point. Last but not least, uh, later today, I'm taking my dog, Mr. President... To a cardiologist within what do you do you want to say $75? How much is this gonna cost me? Just for today's visit or with everything will you end up having? Just today's visit, what I gotta pay. If there there is something to where it'll be extra if I have to if he Follow needs another and, yeah. No, like today he might need an extra thing, but just the initial payment. Well, the, I'm gonna. I think the visit's probably gonna be two seventy five. Let's say three hundred dollars. Well, you're gonna need to go higher because I want you. Because his visit to the cardiologist does include like getting his little heart thing. Checked. Oh, it's not so just yeah, okay. It's not just a. It, this is a specialty visit. So I've already done the referral. This is now he's getting. He's not getting a procedure, but he is getting. It's more than that. So within seventy five dollars. P's vet visit. Uh, let's go with six, six fifty. Six fifty. That's a more on the mark guess, I would say. Uh, we'll see when we return. We already concluded the sports betting, and now it is time for bingo. Bingo, after all, is Texas's finest form of legal gambling. Somehow, some way. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how the lotto Man. and bingo do it, but I love it. I love it's the all little the markers. Uh, we're gonna play some South by Southwest bingo for a couple of years now. I've made bingo cards, and uh, one of them one year went viral. And this year, I thought, you know what? I need to update my card. And of course, you can play along. Um, you can print them on uh, 101X's social media or anything like that. I would include. I would like some kind of proof, maybe a sneaky photo. I don't know. Um, I didn't do a bunch of different cards, but I did one. And I want you guys to tell me if you think this is uh, if this is all legit things you could find during the week of South by Southwest. Okay, love it. All right, South by Southwest bingo. We'll start and just read from the top. Um, a half-eaten breakfast taco. Oh, yeah, you can put... Yeah, that's great. That's oh, it. it should be yep. easy. Easy points for people. An influencer. Yes, yeah, easy. I mean, easy. I already saw people talking about wanting to stream on Twitch live During, from South By. A pedicab crash. A pedicab crash. A pedicab crash. That's going to be a hard I one to know. get. Yeah. Yeah. They don't crash that often. A rib, well, I, don't, my, I would say maybe a pedicab altercation between them and a pedestrian. Oh, a pedicab or screaming at somebody? Yes. That's a good okay, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll include that. Or a pedicab driver ripping you off. How about just pedicab drama? And then that one's a good one for That's someone a, to find. Thank you. That's much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone tries to hand you a mixtape. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, oh, I mean, as long as you're walking around anywhere downtown. I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be a mixtape. It's going to be a flyer that links you to their SoundCloud. Yeah, that counts, or a thumb drive, okay. or something like that. Just somebody trying to give you some kind of demo. Some kind yes. of demo, yeah, that counts. Uh, don't move here jokes. 
Yeah, there you'll get those for sure. Yeah, we've already seen those. I've already seen a couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the day that South by started, I, I saw one online. Uh, <laughs> a very uninteresting hat. I feel like uh, hey. people bring out Marfa season to the extreme during South by. Oh, you mean like the big wide brimmed uh, Stetson kind of over the top girly hats? Or there are a lot of dudes that do that too that think they're. A director of an old spaghetti western Italian film, but yeah. they they look like they grew up in Vancouver. Let them wear their hats. Let's keep it. There. I will say. I mean, it is Texas. A lot of people get excited. Sometimes I see hats from like that's not actually a cowboy hat. That yeah. is. Oh yeah. That's from the, like I don't know the Australian outback. Yeah. But you're excited to be in Texas. I almost feel it like it, sh- it should be. Yeah. Now, will you see them? Yes, yeah, that should be on the bingo card. You absolutely will see them. But I think you should allow people. Their chance to be in Texas. This is just bingo. You're just trying to find it. Uh, Oh my God, I love Franklin's or any barbecue talk. (laughs) Yeah, I think you'll hear barbecue talk. It's just heavy during interactive. Except. I think the new one, because it's jumped the shark, I think people you'll hear like, ugh, Franklin's just not really as good as it used to be. Or, I mean, Franklin's, I mean, it's okay, but what you really need to do is blank. Yeah, it will be sure. a good one. That counts. Uh, 24-year-old with a $13,000 camera. Yep. Yeah. It oh, used okay. to yeah. be a, it used to <laughs> be a 20-year-old with a $9,000 camera, but many years have passed since I've updated this. Uh, someone talks business loudly in a quiet space. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Tr- Tracy Schultz. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 Casual vomit. Oh, of course. That could be a Casual? band or you just randomly see vomit. That doesn't For make sense. The tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of new people who moved to Austin. Do we need to explain Tracy Schultz to them? No, yeah. you'll get it. We'll maybe. just say it was somebody who started as an intern in this building years ago. Has and become a sort of... Not quite a Leslie character in Austin, but a scene-stir... Um, he lingers. Wannabe tastemaker lingerer, yeah. Good dude, though. Sweet guy. Did you see his photos with... <laughs> you have to uh, say that, right? Gary gets did, really mad did, at you. Did you see his photos with Kendra Scott? I heard about them. There were like nine photos, and then her, she just backed away, and her face got really uncomfortable, and he just kept posing for the... If it was a bit, I would love it. I, I once had an idea to do a documentary where I drive around with a camera crew and take Tracy Schultz to media junkets across and just have him do interviews. And that the show would be that. Man, I had the yeah. same idea with uh, the guy who used to work here, Old, old Rusty, Rusty, John same. Cooley. Yeah. Uh, will you ever hear, um, do you know who I am or but I have a badge? Mm, probably the badge one. Mm. Along those veins, not that you know who I am, but we that's, don't really work in those types of space. You know, we're not bouncers, or you know, where we're going to hear. Do you know who I am? Bro, if you're in a line, you will hear that. I uh, feel like I should use that this year. The do I know who? Do you know your, who I am? Your should white hair streak has made you cool and villain. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed that. I've, I'm turning into evil Emily. You really slowly. are. Yes. And so I, I feel like Emily I should test it out. When, I was, when I was telling you, like, damn, you look good on your Instagram in yeah. the DMs. I didn't mean it like, oh man. I meant like, whoa, Emily. Look Evil and cool. Yeah. I, I, I will say I very much enjoyed one time when I heard a guy yell in line, do I know who I am? Uh, and it was a little tongue in cheek, but it was well done. Let's rush uh, through these as quick as we can. Uh, really, really long line. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Uh, P. Lander Yellow. Yes. Uh, a temp space converted into a bar for a marketing bit. Yes. Yep. A really S-y band. Yes. Uh, of course. Someone eating S on a scooter. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Crypto. Yes. Jesus. Uh, business speak plus TikTok lingo. No cap. We'll circle back. That's yes. an example. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk stands. Sure. Free booze. 
Yes. Hopefully. That, that should I be the middle one. Back, yeah. <laughs> this one was inspired by Grumpy Cat being at South by years ago. A meme, but IRL. Hmm. Maybe. That one's a harder one. I think we're, we're not post-meme. We're it just is post- because we don't have, like, because back in the day, like, S-Head Steve and these people would make appearances at things, but I don't know if we have yeah, a... I've actually, I think one of those meme channels is going to be here for South by Southwest, so you're not wrong. I forget who it was, well, if it's Grape Juice or... we're going to see guys on 6th Street who are with attractive girls who are also looking at other attractive girls. Yes. That's true. That is <laughs> the meme. That's <laughs> even better to recreate uh, uh, COVID. No, Hopefully I don't think anybody will talk any about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and wood. this one is the bane of my last Saturday of uh, South by Southwest. Confused Spring Breakers. Yes. Yeah, there yes. we go. South by Southwest Bingo. You can find it uh, at the website at CJ Morgan Show. Missing ships, malfunctioning equipment, strange lights, and weather popping up out of nowhere. The Bermuda Triangle has a long haunting lore that has existed before Westerners sailed into the Caribbean. And perhaps the most baffling case is the disappearance of Flight 19. And now it is time for Super Spooky Unexplained. December 5th, 1945, World War II is wrapping up and a group of five Avenger torpedo bombers go on a routine training mission just off the coast of Florida. However, they would never turn. It's known as Flight 19, and the mystery surrounding it has never been solved. Flight 19 is the single most important part of the Bermuda Triangle mystery. It's a mass disappearance, which itself is almost without precedent. Flight 19 was a routine navigation and bombing exercise led by Navy Lieutenant Charles Carroll Taylor, who had 2,500 flying hours under his belt and had served in the Pacific. Each pilot along with him had about 300 total hours, at least 60 in the Avenger. Sometime during the exercise, a dense fog began to creep in and the weather continued to worsen. To make matters even more frightening, flight leader Lieutenant Taylor noticed that his compasses were malfunctioning. What is your compass reading, Powers? I don't know where we are. Must have gotten lost after that last turn. MT-28, this is FT-74, what is your trouble? Uh, both my compasses are out and I'm trying to find Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Taylor, who was the flight lead, was talking about the compass didn't look right. He started to get confused. Don't they know they have to get back? Taylor thought that they needed to fly to the northeast because he thought they were over the Florida Keys. How did he think he It's was- very hard to imagine him getting that lost. He doesn't seem to have his wits about him on this flight. Then you hear them arguing on the radio. It's really sad. But we have just passed over a small island and we have no other land in sight. Turn on your emergency ISF gear. Or do you have it on? ISF gear was off. I'm turning it on now. So at some time during the flight, Lieutenant Taylor thought they were over the Florida Keys, meaning they would be in the Gulf of Mexico, thinking if he continues to head west, he'll hit Florida. However, it appears he was actually on the Atlantic side and heading west takes them further out into the ocean. Damn it, if we just fly west, you would get home. Hold it. Head west. Damn it. 
Powers, who was the ranking guy on right. the flight, he kept saying we need to go west. Right. And then it gets corroborated with a radar track that came from the Solomon's aircraft carrier. And where did that see them? The radar track showed aircraft going south. Had Flight 19 been where Taylor believed it was, they would have made landfall with the Florida coastline in about 20 minutes. However, it's more likely the islands Taylor saw were probably the Bahamas northwest of the Keys. So Flight 19 was exactly where it should have been. But due to the weather, equipment malfunction, and Taylor mistakenly believing they were in the Gulf of Mexico, the fighter group actually headed further out to sea, exhausting their fuel and eventually having to ditch in the ocean. But again, the weather, the characteristics of the Avenger, meant there was little hope of rescue, even if they had managed to stay afloat. We are now flying 270 degrees. We will fly 270 degrees until we hit the beach or run out of gas. And now they know they're in trouble because it's like, time. they're going to run out of gas. Yeah. And they just don't have a clue where they are. When the first plane drops below 10 gallons, we all go down together. Does everyone understand that? The five pilots in their planes were never heard from or seen again. To make matters worse, a search and rescue effort also ended in disaster. Immediately after the planes were reported missing, a PBM-5 Mariner with a crew of 13 disappeared. As the years went on, the disappearance of Flight 19 became part of the mysterious folklore of the Bermuda Triangle. In 1986, a wrecked Avenger was mistaken for the flight, but was later confirmed that it was not. To this day, treasure hunters and thrill seekers are still trying to find out what happened. What might just be a case of malfunctioning equipment, bad weather, pilot error, or something more sinister. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015. Emily's got short shorts. She wears short, short shorts. shorts. Or at least I want to wear these short shorts if they ever will come in. I'm upset. Um, I ordered some shorts on Abercrombie & Fitch because... I like girls that wear Abercrombie & Fitch. Yeah, I, I like that song, too. That's a good song. You should continue singing the song. That's all I know. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Girls that play with the Switch. The Switch? Yeah. Like Nintendo? Nintendo? Sure. Uh, not, a, not a spanking device uh, in the backwoods. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I bought these shorts from Abercrombie & Fitch. And I have not been a Abercrombie girl since I was like in middle school. <laughs> um, but hey, women or anybody who wants to know this information, Abercrombie is back. They have something called Curve Love Jeans. Is it like uh, Mossimo where it's now at Target? Actually, you can't no, get Mossimo anymore. Damn. No, it's it's not at Target. You still have to go or, in this case, order things online. So curvy clothing. It's it's They have... It's like a like I'm a size 30 waist, but with Curve Love, it's like no they have the means. waist size sizes that are the same. But for Curve Love jeans, they add an extra two inches to the booty and to the legs. Nice. So if you're slim, thick like me, then it'll actually fit your waist without like having a gap. Good. Um, but then you'll be all comfortable in the legs and the booty. Okay. So wow, clearly, so clearly they're high in demand. If it's taking a while for these to show exactly. up, exactly. So I am very excited. I have about two of these pants already. There, and it's so hard when you order stuff. Back in the day, it would take forever. Yeah. But thanks to Amazon, you're like, I'm going to get it now, and you get that. I've talked about this with my therapist with my purchasing stuff. 
the instant gratification of the purchase than the excitement of getting stuff in the mail. But as I know from eBay and other things, when you order stuff and it doesn't show up, it becomes a weird obsession. It does. And that's yeah. me right you're, now. Because well, you're like, where is it? Is it in the E? Like, does it just disappear? Yeah. Is it coming at all? This happened to me recently, too, with some shirts I ordered. One was from some more exclusive like thing. Uh, and so it was like more of an independent little company that took a while to get it here. But it said it shipped in like November, and it mm-hmm. took me until like January to get it. Yes, and I was like, yes. what the F? And I was like, screw it. I guess I'm out like 30 bucks or whatever. So this is what happened. I ordered these shorts. I'm very excited about them. Uh, I paid... $75. Just for a pair? For shorts. Whoa. But and you can wear those like every day for a week, Exactly. Right? And it's well, kind of like fit jeans, me correctly. You don't have to, yeah. Yeah, and if you can they fit get, me correctly, it's good. You can always get more and different looks and whatever after. Sure. As long as you know they fit first, of well, course. Well, I don't even know because yeah. I bought them online. Them. Yeah. yeah. So I bought them online, and you know how it gives you the option to either ship to your house or ship to store for free? I was like... Ship it to the store for free. I got to go over to Barton Creek anyways, to the mall. And I have some other things that I need to get done over in that area. So I'll just do like a whole day off of South Austin and it'll be fun. Did you go by the Lego store? Uh, Well, I haven't gone yet because I ordered them over a month ago. Thank me later. And then recently I was thinking about it and I was like, huh, I, I, uh, I need to check my email. I checked my email and they said, okay, you know, what's being shipped to the store, we'll let you know when it, it arrives at the store. Well, there's a war in Ukraine where their factory is, so it might be taking a while. Oh, God. Um, to have and the then, children's little tiny hands make munitions and then stop and make Emily's butt shorts. <laughs> and my, my little <laughs> short, shorts. My short shorts. <laughs> um, and then I, I I got an email saying, like, Congrat- like thanks for picking up your item, uh, give us a review on your item. And I was yeah. like, whoa, but I don't have it yet. No, that happened to me too. It was mm-hmm. very strange. Super strange. They, they, the, well, what happened to me is they eventually send us the same thing again when it actually did get delivered to me. Oh, weird. So I don't know what this particular mistake is. Well, I had to call and ask, uh-huh. and basically UPS lost the package. Oh. Which doesn't make sense because I would think it would go from the warehouse directly to the store. That's why I was like, mm. chose to get it. So sent if you to see a UPS driver with a popping booty and a tiny waist, those and are those shorts. My shorts. <laughs> that exactly. Is so That's what I was thinking. I'm like, who here in Austin has stolen my seventy five dollars shorts? Or are they issuing a new new pair? They're sending in a new pair, and supposedly awesome. they're going to come, but not but until not in time next for week. By. Yes, literally not in time for and South by. And, and you're not going to be at your house to get it, so nope. it might get lost again. That sucks. Yeah. So I'm very upset. Um, and I was thinking, what is the longest that I've waited for an item? And I think this might be it. It's been, we're creeping on almost over a month now. Yeah. And that's a long time for some $75 pair and of shorts. And it's getting hot outside. It's short season. They okay. better fit damn good. Joe Rogan has finally opened his comedy club in downtown Austin at the former Ritz on a dirty 6th Street. It is now called the Mothership Comedy Club. Roseanne Barr, Tony Hinchcliffe amongst the uh, the first to do a show there. Apparently a lot of security, a lot of weird uh. measures like getting facial scans and stuff. But it's finally here, and I love it. Yeah. Because two groups of people that I just hate are fighting, and it's the most interesting thing I've seen since Romeo Rose versus the people. The queefy oatmeal Austin types hey. against the sensitive Joe Rogan chuds. Her. Just going at it. It's like my sound effects. A very, very good job. My representation yeah. of these people. <laughs> and it's uh, it's been exciting to watch, um, especially from the, the Rogan standpoint, people, because... Uh, 
Everyone, when you talk about Austin on that podcast, they're very much just bitching about Austin and don't seem to have any care or connection yeah. to it. Yet, it's uh, you live they're here. right in the heart of, of Dirty Six. You like live here. The, the place where you don't hang out, and not because of drugs and homeless yeah. people, but because of all the shot bars and drunks and idiots. Like, yeah. they're getting the worst of the worst. Dude, you live here, first of all. You just moved here, too. It's not like you've been living here for a long time. Sure. And things have changed, and it's not necessarily working out for you. Like us, or a lot of people here, you know, as far as at least uh, affordable uh, rent and things like that are concerned. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like you have much of a right to come in and be like, this is so lame. I just moved here because I can afford it. Uh, I mean, it's not <laughs> necessarily Rogan himself. It's just a lot of the people on the podcast okay. and a lot of the supporters. That's the other well, thing. Well, color me uninformed because I haven't been following along. So, it, Oh, it's great to do. And uh, a lot of the Rogan bros, the Brogans here for the Brodeo, uh, that's <laughs> what we call they, it now. They're Brody the same <laughs> types that bitch about Californians moving to Austin and bringing their California ways. And, like, this is literally the biggest name person to move from California to Austin. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm... Because I'm not going to necessarily count Musk. And before you... Uh, I would have much rather him open not a comedy place but, or a venue, but, uh, like, a UFC, like, cage or something. Like, a, a little... A little Little it venue. would be, be, be kind of awesome to get some cute cage more, matches. Uh, this wrestling, underground wrestling, sort of bumping right now yeah. in Austin and a, a bunch of other scenes too. And so that's kind of awesome because I see some of uh, our comedian friends or uh, performers, like I think Roxy even goes out and um, at least hosts and does oh, wrestling yeah, she stuff. Does. My so, fiance used to do that too. Uh, but even getting like a cage match stuff would have been kind of awesome and having Rogan there being like, oh, he's on the floor. Some MMA would be tight. I I am bro enough to like that. And before you bitch and complain that I don't know anything and I'm just a hater. Listen, dude, I have my master's degree in the Joe Rogan experience. I listened to that podcast from 2011 uh, back when it was mainly just him and oh, Red wow. Band. So you're hipster now and about JRE. I, I'm, I'm hipster old school Joe Rogan that's like, ah, <laughs> oh, the old Joe Rogan's better, new Joe Rogan's not as good. But yeah, around t- 2017, I just got tired of it. It took a more bitchy tone to it. Sure. It was very complainy about like cancel culture and the woke mob and it just kind of leaned into well, it yeah. you know what i guess like that's, that's that's the big audience in the group to lean into well it's that's just what... strange that it's still that the joe rogan experience and his group are are positioned as the counterculture and the like anti-establishment when it's like no you are the establishment this yeah. is the biggest podcast and media entity that's as establishment as it gets and yeah. to play this whole like victim martyr game and again it's not necessarily joe rogan it's a lot of guests i mean jordan peterson's famous for that but right th- this whole shift to like the poor me victim mentality really started around 2016 17 again when trump was in power when it was like these dudes it's like you're you're in control, man. Like everyone's overly, everyone's I think overly focused on what we are allowed to say or not say. Sure. And I think that uh, you need to sit back and give that a little thought. Uh, it's you can say literally anything you want. Just understand there's going to be repercussions. Yeah, free Nobody speech. Is, free speech doesn't mean that. It means yeah. that the government won't jail you for Nobody what you say. Nobody is stopping you from saying anything you want to say, except for us, the FCC. But <laughs> you know what true. I mean. I think. Uh, but I, it's like you can go out, call anyone anything you want. Just don't expect them to be happy. And and if you, when while you're doing that, maybe try to understand. Well, maybe I'm hurting people's feelings. 
See, or maybe like it's just it doesn't make sense to me when you don't want to hear somebody else's side. You've already condemned them. That includes you and Joe Rogan. At the very base level, I would say that uh, if it's funny, then anything will slide sure. because a lot of it's happened. Yeah. But you know, I think this whole cancel culture woke well, narrative is a fictional villain in the yeah. minds of bad stand-ups who are getting called out for being bigots, well, not necessarily <sighs> punching up, which you don't always have to do that, but right. it, it's more of a of them playing like, oh, I said something really messed up and kept crossing the line, and now I'm being canceled. And again, well, who, there's a who's really been canceled? There's a difference between crossing the line just to cross the line for shock value. To be an edgelord, but sure. But you can cross and, the line for shock value if it's funny, you know what I mean? There's it, a way to do it. There's a way that people have done it. Go watch more stand-up comedy, you you hacks. Uh, Jesus. Be, being funny. Who am I? I'm a hack, too. Don't probably worry. Probably a huge key. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are blaming Rogan for this kind of shift in Austin uh, comedy. I, think I hope it's it turns more, out to be a good venue in the end. I think it's more along the lines of, during the pandemic, a bunch of open micers sure. took over the abandoned scene and instead you have people who want to be comedians and people like that booking and doing shows in Austin rather yeah, than well, all some the of open our mic, All the open micers that believe that COVID's going to give them 5G parasites in their brain or whatever went out to uh, perform while a lot of us were trying to be safe because we're scared. First of all, we were scared. Hell yeah. What's wrong to admit yeah. that? You know, I don't know anything about viruses. They're spooky. Now you hit on something but, yeah. uh, that you hope it's going to be a good club. And I and do, I do too, dude. I, I like stand-up. Like, all across the political spectrum, the Rogan group does have like a lot of funny, a lot of great comedians that have been there, been there. Yeah, and that's kind of where Queefy Oatmeal Austin is getting too bitchy because Austin yeah. likes to pretend to be weird and pretend to be outside of the box. <sighs> but if the boxes, yeah. if the edges are too sharp, it gets very uncomfortable yeah. and very like, oh, oh but I don't want to do uh, that. We should help the homeless, but oh, one talk to me, they're icky. Oh, ugh. Leslie's so funny and cute, but like, uh, just uh, just stay over there on Sixth Street. Yeah. Uh, it's very nimby in uh, that too, but. Uh, have fun. Go see it. I, I, I'm Screw not. It. I enjoy watching the fight amongst uh, the old Austin and the, yeah. the Brogans and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's just an ever-changing city, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, I will say that I heard on the Rogan podcast, this was a couple years ago, that the, before he moved here, because he had talked about Denver, he talked about Austin. Uh, actually, if there's one cool thing about Joe Rogan, he doesn't listen to the radio. He's, he's trash-talked it a lot, but when he does listen to the radio... Uh, it's this fair city and someone you might know. I, when I hear people that are still doing radio, radio, I'm like, oof. <laughs> um, do you have any other options? Is there other way? Can you get out? I'm on Sirius XM right now. That's different. That's different. Least, oh, you mean like satellite radio? You mean terrestrial? Yeah, like radio, right. like over the over the air radio. Yeah, I know. But you know what? There is something like I've been. I was in a couple towns, Columbus, Ohio, uh, Denver, even. Where they have a strong terrestrial radio thing mm -hmm. station that's popular. Austin does. C.J. Morgan. Cool thing. And we've kind of lost something. like Because mm -hmm. they're talking about the show that's coming to our town. It yep. creates a sense of community that you don't have in other things. Right. And it's live. There you go. Tom Papa and Joe Rogan said it. Uh, C.J. Morgan. <laughs> you could have used an AI to do that and you didn't. I didn't need to because it, it really <laughs> happened. What career should you actually have? How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. 
Computer, load up Celery Man, please. Yes. We clicked the clickbait so you don't have to, and Spencer uh, found something fun that we're going to do as a show. Yeah, found a little quiz here on, of course... Yield BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Now, uh, Emily, can you explain yes. the rules of any time we do a quiz? Uh, so anytime that we are doing a quiz, we don't take the quiz as an individual person. Because we that's take not the show. It as a collective. So yes. it's like if the CJ Morgan show was its own person. I only named it after my name because would, I'm lazy, but it's yes. all of us together as a collaborative group. Yes. Even if I win this big award next month, it'll be for all of us. Yes, exactly. So oh, that's perfect. how we do it, is we answer the questions just based on um, what we think the show will uh, say. Yes, and we have ten whole-ass questions here, so... Whole-ass questions? Yeah, I don't know why I said that's that. big old questions. Let's get to it. What would you spend your tax refund on? They've given us nine options here. You would invest, uh, take a nice vacation, maybe donate to charity, shopping spree, a yacht, <laughs> down payment on a Range Rover... Lots and lots of books uh, at the Apple Store, big screen TV. Which one of those feels? Oh, big screen TV. Big Didn't screen. we give one away recently? Yeah, I'll go with big screen TV. That's not exactly what I buy, but it's more along the lines. Yeah. yeah. Let's choose that one. I like that one, too. Clicked. Pick Clicked. A, pick, pick a trilogy. Ooh. The Matrix. Dark Knight trilogy. Back to the Future. The Godfather. Star Wars OG trilogy. Blade, come on, who's uh-huh. not going to pick that? Uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, Hunger Games, and of course, CJ's Lord of the Rings. Oh, this well, is this very has to tough. be Star Wars, this right? This is very tough for me, uh, but I'll, I'll default to you two first, because I could pick any of these. I love watching the Matrix trilogy, even though mm-hmm. the, yeah. they get worse as they go. Um, Star Wars, the obvious answer. I love Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Uh, what do y'all think? Um, I think it's I think it's obviously Star Wars because okay. if this is the CJ Morgan show, I will say I know it's just named after you, but we talk about Star Wars a lot. Let's do Star Wars then. I'm gonna Star say that Wars as well. it is. Star Wars. Question three. What would you bring to a desert island? A journal, a Kindle, a smartphone, a tent, Swiss Army knife, <laughs> supplies like food and water, portable grill, book of crossword puzzles, or a friend. Hmm. I mean, oh, so they added food and water? Yeah. Well, isn't that the obvious choice? Yeah, that's the obvious. We can't count food and water. Well, no. then we won't. You choose that one. But because it's too obvious, that's the obvious choice. Like, that's that doesn't make it fun. You guys wouldn't want to bring a friend? No, I'd want to bring a knife or a tent. Well, a friend I, doubles I mean, as food, food and water. And water. Wait, a friend? <laughs> yeah, if they And die. shelter if you want to taunt on them. <laughs> oh, my God. So what about a tent, then? Uh, tent or a knife? I don't know. What do y'all think? Um, we can pick food and water because that is the obvious. I feel like either tent or food and water. Let's do food and water. Food Screw and water it. it is. Screw it. Who Be is your basic. dream dinner guest? Steve Jobs? Beyonce? Dalai Lama? Boo. Stephen Hawking? Maya Rudolph? We know Emily's going to hate. Yeah. <laughs> Oscar Wilde? Jane Goodall? Lil Nas that? X? Or Michelle Kwan? Stephen Hawking. You think mm. so? I w- I'll go with Stephen Hawking too, as as long as it's not my room. Right. Sorry, my room. We've got to vote. Pick I can't the- get over the M and M's. Sorry, pick the word that best describes you: bold, observant, creative, critical thinker, loyal, adventurous, passionate, determined, or badass. I like creative. Yeah. Aw, I like creative too. I thought you were gonna go with like badass. Okay, well, you guys have outvoted me. What was yours? Badass. No, it was good. I like creative, too. What city should you live in, actually? Barcelona? I'm sorry. Barcelona. Barcelona. Los Angeles. Paris. Paris. Eddie. New York. London. Portland. Ugh. Rio de Janeiro. Cape Town. Tokyo. 
Mm. Um, hmm. Barcelona. Uh, Portland's I, basically Pacific Northwest. I'd go Austin. with L.A. Yeah. And? L.A. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I like the beach. Okay. Really? Barcelona has a beach. Barcelona. Yeah, but Spain, man. Where? What are you going, Spencer? I I'll almost, decide between I almost both saying of your Tokyo, answers. but those big sort of cramped cities might give me some weird vibes, like uh, claustrophobia. Uh, You'd be a celebrity over there. Oh, sad squatch. I'm, I'm not trying to do a voice. I'm sorry. I don't right, know enough about Cape Town, but I really like the name Cape Town. South Africa. South Africa. <laughs> oh, that's where it's at. No, never mind. Let's go. To, let's just go to L.A., team. man. All right, guys. What did you pick, Emily? What would you pick? No, no. We could we could do L.A. If you guys want to regress and be the Austinites that then go and take back uh, California, since California's <laughs> taken over Austin, that's fine. Okay, here's our next one. Pick a magazine. Fast Company, The New Yorker, Vogue, Reader's Digest, Wired, Nat Geographic, Sports Illustrated. Nat Geographic. Forbes oh. or Scientific American. Sorry, there's Sorry, a lot. There's uh, too no many. Rolling Stone? I'll pick Nat Geo. Nat Geo's yeah, fun. I'm down with that. Unanimous vote. Uh, what do you look for in a workplace? A good challenge? A focused mission? Organization? Interesting coworkers? Excitement? Job security? Attention to detail? Flexibility? Risk taking? I want to say... Interesting coworkers. Yeah. But yeah. job job security is probably my kind of my thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I'm floating between those two. What about y'all? Interesting coworkers. I want the coworkers Let's too. go with that. That's yeah. what makes my job That's fun. That's been my best friends mm-hmm. for every job I've had. Yay. All right. Who are we? Where should we work? Pick a genre first. Thriller, comedy, documentary, coming age, drama, sci-fi, horror, action, sports movie. Comedy. Comedy. We're funny. Comedy. No, I think we're almost done, y'all. Pick a social network. <laughs> uh, pick one. Twitter. What do y'all think? Twitter's here for me. Twitter's fine. Twitter. Oh, you guys don't really like Reddit. Twitter. No, no they're mean there. All right. What career should we actually have? Astronaut. <laughs> you are an explorer. You're curious about the world around you and the way it works. You look at things closely and often with a different perspective than everyone else. You're quite unique. Lucky you. Is Other that... occupations, researcher or teacher. That doesn't huh. make sense. Because we picked Stephen Hawking and Nat Geo. That's oh my so God. bizarre. But there we go. Astronauts. Yeah. Uh, maybe because we're a little spacey. I've got the skinny on the big new app release at this year's South by. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Skinny is not something you're going to hear on this show too often. It's Matt Bearden with Weird or Wired. Let's talk about it. We'll be there next week, this week, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah South underway, and you know, over the years, it's been a place where a lot of things have launched during South by a lot of these big apps, and I think I... I don't want to say that I know everything about the technology business, but there is a big new app release uh, coming out right now as we speak, and I think it's really going to be the app of the future. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? It yeah. is a local lo- singles near you. It's a location sharing app called Goala. I feel like I've so heard of Goala. Like yeah, you have because it launched in 2009, but they announced. They're relaunching it, okay. and they've announced a launch. Hmm. Yeah, you My might remember ooh. Foursquare, Gowalla. They both were being called like the new social apps. But Facebook 
just was big and really. But people thought, oh, this Facebook is going to be the next literally Facebook. added check-ins to businesses, and then it killed these. These were. I like the way that uh, they gamified it because there were people dorks like our friend AC that used to work here that were very into that and were like, you got to download this. I'm like, no. Well, they've what they've really done is they've upped the gamification. In fact, okay. the old one of the old heads of Foursquare is now over on the GoWalla team, and they're relaunching. They're saying, look, here's what we're thinking. This is kind of what we're gambling on. Two things. One. Jeez, hold on, hold on really quick. We have a guest in here. Emily, have you ever heard of either of these apps, GoWalla or Foursquare? Foursquare, yes. Okay. You, were you in middle no. school when Foursquare was out? Maybe I just so know about the game that I played in middle school. Okay, okay. <laughs> never, never mind. All right, thank you, uh, Emily. We'll let you get back to uh, looking at pornography. Uh, go ahead. Well, they're saying that they they think they might win on, on, on two fats. It's one, um, they've really upped the gamification. Like you winning these badges, and they're saying, look, this guy who's uh-huh. one of the heads of the team said, I watch my kid play Pokemon Go, and he loves collecting all this stuff. So People love geocaching I and think all it's that. really Scavenger aimed hunts. maybe at a younger audience or overseas audience. There are a couple of companies that have launched some of this stuff, and they're doing incredibly well. Remember, we here in the U.S. got kind of bored of this quickly, but in a lot of cultures, they never had Foursquare or go Walla, and we're talking about a lot huge emerging markets. Um, Not to mention the ad dollars you can make selling to businesses. To, well, yeah. that, they're much better about being able to do that. We're much more advanced now in how we can do that. Uh, they say the other thing is that they're kind of gambling on is chat GPT is becoming so busy so quickly. They say, look, your experience on Facebook and all that, all that stuff's going to be written by computers. You're going to get bored really fast. You're going to be inundated by so much content now because people who used to get bored of posting content, they're just going to get the computers to do it for them. Right. Jam. And you're going to get run out of these places, and you'll look for some more actual human interaction from your friends. Yeah. You want a true Absolutely. social media experience because you That's don't really have what a lot of us had at the very beginning of social, which is... You just saw what your friends were up to and what they were doing. Yeah, that's what I've long suspected here in like the, the near future or at least, you know, in the next 10 years or so that AI is going to take over most work and we're going to be looking towards personalities on social media essentially True. for entertainment or for work ourselves. And, and we've, even, <laughs> uh, we've even kind of mentioned on this before that uh, other s- AIs, the algorithm can detect AI written content and won't feed it as much, so I think it will make the best of the best yeah. of like human stuff stick out. I'm making a comparison to the NIM project, where there's a bunch of mice in this little perfect society that this uh, experimenter did, and the mice had like everything basically given to them, and they just started preening themselves and just cleaning themselves a lot and just chilling out in their homes. Just doing a bunch of weird hygiene stuff and just sort of not living real rodent life. And it was very fascinating that when you have everything basically catered to you, what do we turn to? And then some Each other, like, essentially. But... Let's give one LSD and see what happens. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm worried, man. <laughs> well, let's give someone LSD and see Woo! what happens. At CJ Morgan Show. Follow us online because the most important thing about radio is the internet.